All right, welcome to the Joe Danier podcast. I'm Joe Danier. Been a couple weeks since I did anything behind this microphone, but it's time to resume things. All right, first off, this is a uh, practice that you, if you've listened to any of our programming, uh, we we go over this quite a bit, but this is super important. And those especially who are trying to make life a little bit easier and better, this is uh, you know one of those critical mechanisms that you develop and practice over time that allows you to take on a lot more shit than should be capable, like or you should be capable of doing. So here, here's the deal. So you got to think of most of us go about our day using our conscious brain a lot, right? And we have two types, two sides of our brain. We have our subconscious and our conscious brain. And so think about it like this, where in your conscious brain, it's you deciding things. You're, you know, constructing strategy and you're, you're basically taking in all the math and you're putting together the trajectory of, of how you want something to go. It's your thinking part of the brain where you can use flowery words and it's very capable and you can be super sophisticated. You can use lots of maths and sciences. And then you have your subconscious brain. It's a little dumber, right? It's, it doesn't use flowery language. It's kind of binary, um, but it's very programmable. And when you have process-based people who practice through processes, what they end up doing is because of the repetition, you're al allowing a lot of the, you know, the conscious brain activity get handed over to the subconscious brain and so that you can work on a whole lot of stuff. The, the deal is that you've got to make systems in play that don't require new thought after they've been decided. So you only want to commit things over to your subconscious brain that doesn't need your imagination and your strategy and the sophisticated parts of your brain. So for instance, like part of your daily routine, a lot of that could be just handed off to nice and boring, keep it the same. So let's just say you're, you know, washing laundry or you're, you know, doing your, your morning routine, you're taking a shower, you're brushing your teeth, you're, you're doing all your stuff. A lot of that stuff could be doesn't have to be reinvented every day that you do it. You don't have to decide new things. So at the beginning of every month, I will take what I'm doing and almost approach it like it's a, like it's a budget. I'll take in what the expense of it is, see if I still want to do it the same way, see what the benefit is on the other side of it, and just keep doing it if I like it or change it if I don't. And so, you know, my morning routines, uh, I, one of the examples I use with uh, my guys during our production meetings is I got in the habit of checking the mailbox every morning when I get to work. And it could be Monday, Monday morning, where I know the mail did not come on a Sunday, but I have to come to the decision whether or not I want to check the mailbox so that I can kind of keep it on an autopilot routine, or I want to get creative and think that I don't have to check it this time. And I think a lot of human nature is trying to figure out what they, what we don't have to do, what we can skirt this time, that we use our imaginative brain to reason ourselves out of doing certain things. And so, but when, at the end of the day, like you committed emotional and imaginative energy into something, what did you get on the other side? Well, you got to skip something that was pretty stupid to begin with. And so that's where, you know, guiding yourself and using those practices to take only stuff that should be boring. Like when you take an activity like looking for your keys in the morning, should that be and you know a, a rich with imaginative energy or should that be nice and boring? Well, keys should probably be boring that you could do it without thinking. But how many of you commit 
10 minutes a day to finding out ooh, where the mysterious keys have hidden themselves today, right? And that's the stuff that I'm talking about when you walk through your day and you find you're doing, committing energy to things that don't matter, uh, try to make them boring. And then with that extra energy, you can pour it into stuff that's really important to you, like your real expressions and your real passions and the things that need your mental energy. So, you know, uh, a more difficult version of that, I tell, again, I tell my guys during production meetings is that when you buy a car, that car needs tires replaced five years in the future, right? Just making that up, but it's five years in the future. So if you wanted to make it super boring, you would buy a car, you would look up on Google and say, what do the, I'm a moderate driver. How long do tires last for a moderate driver? And then it says five years. And then you go five years from your calendar and says, run, go to, you know, this store, here's your tire size. Here's what they cost. Put the order in regardless if you need it or not. Right. So you end up like you, you, you take that off of the plate. You don't have to worry about tires. You've already decided when you're going to do it, what you're going to pay, what the sizes are, where you're going to go. When that happens, it's not a big surprise and shock to you. You just wander up to the day, you go do your tires. Now your, uh, your mind is like, okay, well, do I have to do them right now? Can I skip? Can I, can I use my energy to see if I can skip doing tires and get a couple more months out of them? It depends. For me, if I, if I knew how long it was going to take and I knew what it was going to cost, I'd probably put a line item in my budget that said put you know, $11 a week or, or a pay away for it. And then it's really on autopilot. Now I don't even have to worry about where the funding's coming from. If I have an envelope worth, worth of money that all I have to do is hand it to the tire guy and give me tires, and I'm not worried about squeezing another couple months out of those tires, they were due. Or when, you know, having a replacement schedule. And, and I know that's kind of going off on, on the most absurd end of it, but I have a lot of that stuff in my normal life, so I don't have to think about it. So you'll see me trying to make uh, dramatic things that didn't have to be dramatic easier so that I can just I can put them into a more subconscious mode and I don't have to think about them anymore real dangers are you know you're going to allow some exciting stuff to become boring and not really affect you much they're going to become super quiet the upside is you are going to be able to take on way more things in your day because you have capacity I think they said one time uh, that your subconscious brain can take 30 concurrent actions at a time so you can be thinking about 30 different things with relative uh, you know organization and res be responsible with them on the 31st thing you put a new thing in and something drops off the bottom so you're going to start forgetting things maybe they take longer to get to all of those are symptoms that you're just not managing your conscious stuff well enough to be able to keep that many things. So you either got to pare down the amount of stuff you're taking on at one time, or you got to hand over more regular routines over to the subconscious brain so you can take in new things. And I always say, okay, like if I'm dealing with stuff, 50% of the stuff that I'm dealing with doesn't have to be in the conscious brain. It should have been handed over to the subconscious long time ago. But if you make a regular approach to do that, handing more and more of that stuff off, uh, your life will be more densely packed, but you'll be able to manage the stuff better. It doesn't help to be able to take take on a bunch of stuff and then, you know, piss away some opportunities at the bottom just because they fell through the bottom of the thinking machine. So that's my, uh, that's my little recommendation for the day. Learn to use a subconscious brain for more stuff by repetitions. Do think, simplify them, take some of the flowery language out of them, simplify them so they can be a, do a thing at a certain point. And then if you can drop it on a calendar, you can also drop it into a subconscious routine. All right. See you next time. This is Joe Daniel podcast.